Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host... Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Super excited. Um, before we jump in, we'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. They are sturdy. They will not break down. <laughs> they don't pop break down. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Right now, we've got a quarterly membership going on, which I think is awesome. I think it rocks. Um, we've got everything you need um, inside of our roadmap. You know, the, uh, Hoops did a roadmap because you're always in one of four seasons, right? You're either in preseason, you're either in postseason, um, you're either in the season or you're in the offseason. One of those four seasons you're always in. And we set up a roadmap and a checklist to make it easier for you. So come over, join us at teachhoops.com. Let's head off to the podcast. Hey, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. You grab my notepad here. All right. You got questions for me? Yes, I do. I do. Uh, first off, hope everything is good on your end. Uh, it's getting closer. We're not quite back to 100% yet, but we're getting there. Yeah. Same over here. Just uh, things are slowly getting back to normal. Yes. Um, hoping, I'm hoping in the next couple of months we're back to normal, normal. So. Yeah. Uh, well, the question I had was per, uh, pertaining to uh, offense, uh, the read and react. Yep. Um, just by listening to your podcast, I didn't know if you were still running it. I know. Yeah, I'm running. Hold on. I'm going to grab some. I'm running a simplified version of it because it's almost too complicated for my guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got it down to five rules, which I'll send you this. Okay. So, yeah, I got it down to five basic. So basically you have a cut, pick, or or a slip. Is ba- I'm trying to get it down to like three things that that's all they have to do. Um, because otherwise I think all the layers are way too confusing for them. 
yeah i mean at times it gets confusing for me <laughs> just, just looking at it is like what like what do you teach what do you kind of right. focus on so so here are the general rules that i kind of set up and 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 um everybody moves on a pass mm-hmm. so that's pretty basic right because you have the five spots so everybody's always moving on a pass if so if your defender if, and i'll send you a copy of this so you can look at it um if the defender turns his head, you back cut because that happens a lot. Like the defender will turn. So we teach yeah. them that whenever the defender turns their head, they're always going to back door cut. Um, and every, every pick is a possible slip. So what I mean by slip is you kind of, you go to the basket rather than guy coming off the screen. Um, but basically, on every every time every time you pass, you should either cut, right? You should pick, or you should slip or roll to the basket. Because if you because basically when you pass, you're either going to cut to the basket or you're going to screen away, right? Yeah. So if you screen, you're either going to hold that screen for the nearest guy or you're going to slip to the basket. That's literally the offense. It's that simple. Okay. That's all we do. Um, but the problem is they always want to pass and cut. Like they get in the habit of doing one thing over and over again, and that's all they'll do. Um, so you got to really break now, that, that habit. Now, is that as a team you feel like, or you're talking about each individual player does one specific thing that they're, they're comfortable with? I've noticed most most kids want to pass and cut, like all of them. Um, they don't want to okay. go screen. So we spend a lot more time on the screening away. Okay. That, that's actually interesting because I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with the offense. Um, okay. And this, this past year, uh, it was my first year coaching. Yep. And it was that the only the only option I gave them was to cut. But the issue was that like I don't know if it was because obviously it's my first year and there's the whole learning curve. Yep. But just in not just in general, even before then, just dealing with other teams, I feel like it always been an issue for them just to cut. Okay. Like, I didn't even think my option it was just you just cut. And I was yeah. honestly thinking about switching to pass and screen away. So I, I kind of felt like there was a little bit more benefits to passing and screening away. Yep. And there so are the key, with, the key with that is you got to teach them how you got to teach the guy coming off the screen how to slice around it, how to come off the screen, and sometimes you know yeah. go around it because and then you have to teach the screener to I call it so slice means you, I use this terminology. Slice means you come off the screen, and slip means. Slip is the guy that's going to set the screen, and rather than setting it, he fakes it and slips to the basket. So you yeah. got to spend some time on that. Um, how was your spacing? I mean, the spacing is actually pretty good. It was probably the had in like, uh, other years. I mean, they did a pretty good job spacing part. Uh, okay. It was just that they just would not – the whole cutting concept was just – I don't know if it was foreign to them. They just did not want to do it. And the one thing, uh, I might be moving around because I have horrible perception. <laughs> you might see me move, move positions a couple of times. Uh, actually, I might go inside. 
might get better connection. But what I was thinking was the passing and cutting is important too to me, but I think to me the driving is a little bit more important. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the reason yep. and the reason why I was trying to go away from the cutting, because I feel like at times they got in the way. And so I feel like at least even if they're going the other way, even if they mess up, they're out of the way. <laughs> right, right. No, I agree. I agree. There's a couple things. First of all, when they cut, you got to make sure they cut far enough. But yeah. then we, I mean, that's why we don't really run the read and react. We run a kind of a hybrid because we want, we want space. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is, the only good thing I like about well, there's lots of things I like about it, but we teach them to, 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 to fight for space. So if you have the ball and you can drive to the space, drive but then the key is everyone else filling the spots right Mm -hmm. so who's open let's say i get catch the ball on the wing and i drive to the basket where's the opening right behind me right Mm -hmm. so if someone fills behind it and i get stopped i know that i'm going to be able to kick it back to the person behind me yeah and they're going to be open so it's that it's a little bit of that combination of dribble drive slash read and react that I think is a really good hybrid. Yeah. Now, are you going five out? I do. Out? Okay. I like five out. Cause I just like to, if you have the players that can do it. Yeah. Um, Cause it just leaves so much space. And especially yeah. if you have guys that can dribble attack. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it leaves so much space. It's like, I literally put painters X's on the floor and you better be in one of those five spots because if you guys got if you got guys that can hoop off the dribble, mm-hmm. man, it's just gonna open things up. They just gotta know that when they get in there, they're gonna get stopped sometimes. Yeah. And they gotta know the guys are gonna fill the other spots for them. Okay. Now so should should I give them that option to either cut or screen away? Should I leave that open or yeah, should so I here is so the, I think the key to the teaching, and this is this is three or four years of trying to do this. Yeah. is you got to teach them one thing and get them really good at it and then go on to the next. So we'll spend a day on just cutting. And then the next day we'll come and we'll add just screening away. And I'll, I'll, and we'll work on, you know, how to read the screen, how to slip off the screen, how to slice off the screen. I like it. Um, we'll also have calls for it. Like, you know, we'll have like fist or double fist. We, whereas we only want to pass and screen away. So you can, you can, manipulate them a little bit and have calls for it. Um, I just think you want all three of those options. You want the dribble, you want the cuts. Can your guys make the pass on the cut? That's the question. What do you mean on the cut? Like like I pass and cut to the basket and I'm going to the basket hard and trying to get my head under the rim. Yeah. Can your guys make that pass being pressured? under pressure i mean i don't know we haven't done it enough for me to to, to gauge that i mean i think they're i mean my team's gonna be fairly small next year okay but i mean they're they're relatively skilled i don't think yeah, it would so be if you're small issue. you definitely want to you're, you're you're playing your guard you're playing small ball then basically. oh yeah, yeah, yeah i mean I, yeah. I, i'm comfortable going five out i was just asking you the question uh, how you work it yeah, I, I mean, I, I want my bigs to be able to step out. I want yeah. them to be able to shoot. I want them to be able to – I just think it's harder to defend. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, just, just in general, even if I had – a, I mean, I actually had a bigger team last year. Uh, I still felt comfortable with the five out because 
if even even if they're off out, they can always find a way to the post. Cut, hey, stay there for three seconds and then get out if. And honestly, a lot of my bigs last year, which was kind of normie, they didn't want to post. And so right. it was kind of benefits me. Okay, well, if you don't want to post, you're not going to be an issue just standing there in the middle to stay out, <laughs> to stay out uh, the way. Unless you're going to screen, unless you're going to come yeah. screen. Yeah. It, the thing is, I think it leaves more space for you guys to, to play too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I The court's already small enough. It's yeah. like you want as much space as you can. So I, I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably give them that option uh, just to see how it goes. Probably have to just do a better job kind of enforcing it, teaching it. Uh, but you did bring up, uh, which was actually my second question uh, about, I guess the whole circle movement part, the movement on the drive. Now this has always been, and I mean, I, I've always been a fan of the read and react, but, right. but one of the, one of the things that I couldn't ever get behind, which you kind of have to do, is the whole like drive right, everyone circles right, is that corner guy cutting baseline. I, so I you, just, you're talking about driving baseline or cutting baseline? Well, it, let's say the drive was from up top. Yep. Up top, and he drove right. Everyone's supposed to circle right, and that that corner right, he's supposed okay, to go. So say, so say that again. Say that again. So you're saying oh, the wing? Yeah, you got a no, board. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. So, yep. Circle. All right. So, yep. this guy decides to drive. Yep. So, everyone obviously has to go this way. But I've always had an issue or kind of not, like, because this guy is supposed to go all the way across. Yeah. If you drive from the middle, I, I don't, I don't have, I don't have those other two on the, on the right side. I don't have, well, who, if they're driving, if he's driving toward you, I don't have those guys necessarily move. You don't have, I have okay. an interchange because, because I do want the guy in the, on, on, on the wing, on the other wing to fill behind. Ooh, yeah. But I don't necessarily want I don't necessarily want those two. I have them interchange or do something like that. You're right because you don't want to bring them in toward. Yeah. First of all, I want to know what defense is going to let you do that. Yeah, that's, and, and, and so and it, like I've been in other programs where that's like you have to do that, and it's like, well, like like, like you said, like he like he's literally running into your man because he's right. faster. Then the guy at the ball, so he's gonna. Hey everybody! I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, asking you to do a couple things. First of all, go over and subscribe and like. Leave a review. We really do love those. Also, I want you to go over and check out um, a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's called HoopsBlueprint.com. It's got everything. Um, it's got a special for TeachHoops.com. It's also got every play, everything, every playbook you would ever want. Um, to go over and check out. So go over and check that out at hoopsblueprint.com. Won't be there for very long, but it is everything um, that you would want as a basketball coach. And to be honest, um, we got a special little lifetime deal going um, for teachhoops.com inside of there. So go over and check that out, hoopsblueprint.com, and have a great day. Well, he's going to get there first. So right. him and his defender are going to meet you at the rim. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I, I give them freedom to, to, I, I just, I, I don't want them to crowd the space. You're not, you're going to cut behind the guy that's driving. You're not going to go toward him. Never cut toward the guy driving. That's our rule. Gotcha. Uh, and if those two on that right side go toward him, you're moving your man. You never move toward 
the guy driving. Um, Because first of all, if he can drive from the top of the key to the paint, you're going to win anyway. Yeah. Like hell. I mean, I don't know what defense lets you do that. (laughs) Okay. All right. I I was just, and I I was, and I was just thinking about that. Just like, should should I move away from that? Am I hampering the offense by not doing that circle movement? But it was, it was always something. Cause this is my, this is my first time being able to make that adjustment. Cause I've always been told, Hey, they have yep. to cut. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little bit of advice for someone that's done this for 30 years. If it doesn't work, throw it out. Like, gotcha. if, <laughs> I mean, it just, it, if it's crap, don't use it. And, and if, yeah. And you want space for them. You want them to be able to score and um, yeah. Don't the baseline the baseline drive is easy an easy one. Uh-huh. Actually, the wing drive is our a hard one too because you know sometimes that corner guy will just will just will just relocate or make one yeah. cut toward the basket and come back out because uh-huh. if he's driving it from the wing down to the basket, you don't necessarily want him going at the basket at that point yeah. because everyone else is rotating. Yeah. So yeah, uh, sure. maybe he rotates behind and then the other guys stay. You know, they, they just got to find space. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was just, this something I was just trying to address. Cause I mean, I, I didn't, I honestly, I didn't teach the circle movement at all last year. Cause I can't do it. Uh, I mean, some did it. I didn't, okay. I didn't try to put it in cause I came in, I got hired late. Okay. So I never had, I didn't, and obviously it was COVID. So I didn't have a, you know, off season. I didn't want to, put something I didn't feel comfortable with. So I was just more comfortable. Okay, well, let me just focus on other things and I'll get to this later. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Can they shoot? Uh, yeah. We're, based on our classification, we're relatively skilled. We're just okay. very Good. small. So, <laughs> small is fine as long as they yeah. score. But then, but, but then think about those movements, like what what's going to happen? Well, you're going you're gonna to pass. So, you got to work. You got to think about, okay, what am I going to work on in practice? Mm-hmm. Right. Pass the wing. I got to work on the cutting movement. So you should have drills in which you work on cutting. You should have drills working on coming off the screen and slipping, coming off the screen and shooting. You should have drills on shooting like everything. There's only basically four or five different types of shots they are going to get. Right. Yeah. Um, so those are the kind of like, well, I got stopped and someone filled behind me. I stop, I pivot, and I kick out. I'm telling you, if you can get them to do that, you'll get a lot of open threes because as they drive, the, the defense is going to do this on them. Yeah. And if they can stop and they know someone's behind them because they're filling mm-hmm. and pivot, man, we do drills on that all the time because that's what, those are going to be open threes, not just threes. Those are going to be open threes. Yeah. No. Yeah, no one can help. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it. I think a lot of it is just me worrying. I don't know if it's because of this is kind of my. <laughs> it's it's mine now, right? Uh, like the team I have. I mean, they were, even though like I mean, like ninety percent of the team is going to be from JV, right? But like they were skilled, like okay. they were. And they don't were take, group. Yeah, don't take this year as normal. This is the. Yeah. I've coached since I was 20. I've coached for 30 plus years. This is the weirdest freaking year ever. Oh, yeah. It's all <laughs> it, it, nothing, nothing as a stats teacher, nothing you, nothing this year correlates to next year. Nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, I, I figured, I mean, 
I feel like I had to do – I mean, did you – you didn't even get to coach this year, We right? didn't even get to play. But the yeah. games I watched, lot, there were – I mean, I would say there's there were five times more teams playing zone this year than last year. Really? Like, yeah. Because people didn't have the practice. They didn't have the off season. They didn't have all – they just threw something out there. Yeah. So, anything you got from this year, <laughs> irrelevant, basically. Just throw it out the window. Because next year is going to be different because we'll be back to normal, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it will be. So, I mean, I mean, I played a lot more zone than I wanted to this past year. You had to because yeah. you had to, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's just it, – that's just the way it kind of worked. Okay. Uh, I guess summer-wise, uh, like, how, like how do you – obviously you want to focus on getting your team better – like individually, because I mean, obviously, the sum is only as good as the like the parts. So obviously, yeah. that's that's the main focus. But how yep. do I, how do I balance that? Like between, obviously, making sure because I mean, we're going to be obviously in the weight room, focusing on everybody getting better. But like how, how do I do that while also making sure? Like, well, like what would be the time breakdown? So like honestly, right now, all I have from now until let's say August is I would say seven weeks, three days practice each week. Okay. Um, um, all right. So off season is about them mm-hmm. in seasons about us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want to get them stronger. You want to help them work on their individual skills. Yeah. Okay. You want them to become better players. So yeah. that's an easy sell. It's a lot harder to get them in the gym when it's 90 degrees out than it is, you know, because they'd rather go hang out at the pool and look at the, you know, the little yeah. chiquilalas. Um, but so, and then, and then it's about them playing together and getting used to playing together. Mm-hmm. So it's about, it's about that relationship for you as the coach. This is when you get to, you get to build your bond with them now mm-hmm. in the off season. So this is when you can joke with them. You can do fun things. You can do that now because you don't have, it's not the um, teacher student things as much as like, you're going to be grading them and blah, 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 and deciding who plays and who. So you're working on building them as a team. You're building them as an individual. You're building them as a cohesive group. That's what summers needs to be about. Um, So three days a week, a lot of it, it would be, I mean, this is when they can become shooters. This is when, you you know, yeah. this is when they can become scores. This is when they can get a little stronger because in season you're maintaining. Yeah. Um, are you doing stuff in like team or team camps? Are you going to play together? Those kind of things. Yeah. And there's a, we're signed up to a summer league every Tuesday. Okay. In a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, and also we're doing one team camp which is the only one I could find in our, in our, area, I mean, uh, our Tampa area. So, but I mean, I think that would be enough since we're playing every Tuesday. Yep. Uh, one team camp. So I think. So do you get to practice here in Florida? Do you get to practice legally? Like you can have them in the gym and go through your offense and do that or not? Uh, you No, we have to do that. Like at a, like a, another gym. Oh, but you can do it though at another gym. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's a way around it. Like you have to be, you have to organize as an AAU team and do this. And so like, 
Okay. That way. Can, can you <laughs> experiment with your offense a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what that would be my sell too. Is like, hey, we want to do this, and we want to score a lot of points, and we want to run this. This is our laboratory here. We want to experiment. Let's see. You know, we're playing a summer league game. Let's see if we can, you know, work on our offense or maybe our pressure or score so many points in a quarter. So you want to challenge them to a couple of things, make it fun, but challenge them. Um, that tends to be very useful, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so last question. I know we got yep. a little bit of time. So next year, like I said, I've got a whole, pretty much the whole, with a lot of the JV guys just – coming up they had a, a good season compared to compared to the past uh and they're a good group of kids okay but the one issue i'm having is or that may come up is having too many people on the team uh like just looking up just at the numbers of the two or three kids coming back of of the kids uh, on jv like i'm counting like 15 15, 16. Okay. I don't know if I want 15, 6. I mean, it's one, I'm looking at it as obviously the playing time. You don't want to have that many kids on the bench, but I'm also like, I don't like they, as a group, they, they were, it was a co cohesive bond. Like even after losses, it wasn't that it was they, like, they were down on it, but it wasn't that bad. Like you can tell there was something with them as a group. So it's like, who do I cut? Even even if like I kind of know who I want to cut, but it's like, what will it do to the whole team dynamics if I make those cuts? Like that's what I'm worried about. Like I don't know which one. Hey, did you have postseason? Did you have postseason interviews with them? Uh, like, interviews? Not right after. I did talk to a couple of them. I'm actually kind of in the process of that, just talking to them about what things they need to work on, uh, stuff like that. Um, so I would try to do. So I would try to do some sort of exit interview with all of them. And just find out where some of them are in their head. Mm -hmm. um, I do something that I find very useful that I have them rank each other. Um, so, you know, if there's 16 of them coming back, I say, here's the names. Rank the best player to the 16th player. Um, so I can kind of see where they are in their heads. And it's no one sees it other than me. Um but it will tell you if this kid thinks he's, you know, 14. If you think he's 14 and he thinks he's two, then you got a problem, you know, or if vice versa. Um, I find that very useful for those conversations because those those are those are difficult and courageous conversations. But yeah, um, the ideal number is probably 12 to yeah, I mean that's that, that that's what I was thinking. Just keep it at twelve, but this is twelve. Twelve can get tricky if a couple of people get hurt. Yeah, but fifteen, you better I mean, make sure fifteen, hurt, yeah. fourteen, and thirteen are on the on the bus and ready to go. Like yeah. they know their role. They know they won't like. Um, and they and here's the issue: is they'll say they understand their role. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and it's a little easier if they're not a senior. Seniors, it's really hard. So, and, in the, and that's the issue. Like, okay, so if I do, it's a lot of juniors, but then come the next year, I have. You got to cut, you got to cut, you got to cut yeah. six of them next year. So, but some of that will be self selection too, because if they're 13, 14, 15, they don't play. 
they might not come <laughs> back for next year. They self-cut, they self-cut themselves. Yeah. Um, so that would be if it if it's a cohesive group, it'd be hard to, you know, you you might have just have this, you know, how many uniforms you got? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I have 15. That's the thing. <laughs> I have 15 uniforms, so it's like I don't know you if I want that. Many. 15 then, so you're gonna probably have to cut somebody. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, but just in general, I don't know if I want 15. 15's doable. 15's doable as long as the bottom two or three really understand their role. Okay. They got to understand. And if they're juniors, it's a little easier to, to swallow that than it is with their seniors. Okay. Because they always have hope. Yeah. <laughs> There's always hope. Yeah. <laughs> always hope for the next year. There's always hope. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that that's really what I'm dealing with right now. Just wanted to uh, – just talk about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see I'd love to see some film on him too. I could tell you more about the offense if I could see him in person. But okay. um, yeah, I mean I think yeah, if you're small and you got shooters, I would definitely stay with five out. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Stay safe, coach. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us get the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join 14-day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five-star review. That would be good. All right. Maybe. Have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.